What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the hardworking happy hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. We still got to work on that jingle. We got to get that jingle. Remember how we agreed to stop talking about it until we actually did it? (laughs) I am so sorry. Uh, I won't, won't let it happen again. Someone commented on one of our recent YouTube videos of our podcast, and they said that we should get like a since we were, we were debating on like country Western and Western and we were country Western Remember, Because Craig Scheller is a yes, country yes, yes, star yes, yes, and then yes. we were saying country Western and then oh. we were saying there's all different kinds of country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that I thought kind you were saying we were debating whether we should do a country or country Western <laughs> oh, theme no. song. And I was like, I don't know if that's necessarily our vibe <laughs> against the country Westerners out there. That's what the suggestion was that we should do a country Western theme song. Yeah. Okay. Like in an old Western movie, like some, oh, you know, like a shootout scene. Yeah. Real, real chaotic. I kind of like that. Okay. Well, then we'll table that for now and <laughs> okay. we'll never talk we'll about it on. until we come up with something. So, so sorry for that. <laughs> so sorry to bring that up. Uh, all right. What do we got this week? All right. Well, I thought since we, last week we talked about the philosophy. No, no I keep saying no, that. You keep saying that. Psychology of design. Yeah. This time, we're going to talk about the psychology of marketing. Whoa. Yeah. Another, you know, the two things that I feel like we probably know the most about. Probably, but we'll see about that. Maybe yeah. we don't know anything about it. Not that like out of everyone we know the most, but like out of the out few of the things, things that, that we know, know <laughs> we probably know the most the about things. those two things. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I so agree. I thought it'd be fun. A little part two to last week's psychology one, yeah. things. And as we've covered before, between the two of us, we almost have... A psychology a degree. A singular psychology degree. So yes. I think we are, you know. Definitely qualified. Sort of experts. <laughs> Absolutely. And really, especially for the type of business we run, if you figure out the marketing and you figure out the design, between those two things, you're on a you're on a really good start. Yeah. Just don't suck at like building. Well, yeah, don't suck at that either. <laughs> well, you, it's a good foundation. <laughs> you got to build upon that. Right. No pun intended, but uh, yeah, let's let's get into it. Should we also okay. should we also well, just sorry? Go what? Ahead. No, what? I don't know. It seemed like you had something very important to say. Well, I just wanted to like recap the week and talk about what we're doing. That's what it, I was okay. gonna do. Okay, okay, okay. That's what exactly right. what I was gonna do. Okay. Do you want to start so, doing that, or do you want me no, to start? No, you go ahead. Okay. So this week we not only finished a really big project that we are incredibly proud of. Yes. That we can't wait to share. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, I always say this, but this is my this is my favorite job that we've done. Yeah. It won't be for long because I'll say it about the next <laughs> one, but uh, it really came together beautifully. The client was amazing. Uh, we are, we're just super psyched about it. Yeah. So we can't wait to share that with everybody. And we have just started our backyard giveaway project yeah. that we've been planning specifically this one since January, but we have been talking about it and plan like kind of envisioning it for a year or two years, like a while. Now we're finally in the position that we can do it and we started it and we're super excited. Yeah. It's been really exciting because we have been talking about it for so long. And then I feel like this always happens where you're like, it feels so far away. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh God, we have like, it's like right now. Yeah. <laughs> we have to do it in a week. Yeah. So it is, it's really exciting and 
Troy, the guy that we're doing it for, is just amazing. And like yeah. every day he's been coming out. Well, I mean, it's not, we've only been there a couple of days, but every day he comes out and he like, he brings us food or he brings us drinks or like, we're like, oh yeah, you really deserve to win this. Cause he's just that kind of guy where he's just yeah. so like giving and caring. And it's just been so far amazing. Absolutely. The weather, I'm not sure if you can currently hear it. It is pouring down rain. Yes, it is. So it was raining for most of today. So the weather's not cooperating the best, but we're making the best of it. We are making the best of it. And hopefully and Troy brought us a, a tent tent. He did bring <laughs> us a tent. So hopefully it clears out next week because we have five more days to finish this project. And uh, I'm pretty psyched. Yeah, I'm pretty psyched about it. So we'll definitely talk more about that. Uh, maybe maybe about the whole process and why we decided to do it, what what the benefits of it are and yeah. like what we're trying why we're trying to incorporate this as part of our business yes that might be an episode later after we're done yeah i think after we do, we'll have more of a perspective on it we can talk yeah. about it and post game recap after we're done we might be like that was the worst idea <laughs> it was so much work we didn't make <laughs> why did we do any that? money but uh no it already feels it feels nice to be there. It feels uh, rewarding already. Yeah, definitely. And uh, so I'm excited about it. Yeah. I'm excited about Me it. as well. Great. All right. Uh, what else? You got anything else on this week? Uh, Any other tidbits you want to talk about? I think that's kind of all I got for now. Okay. What, uh, what do you got? You got anything? No, that's it. That's it? That was it. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Yeah, let's go home. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, we still have more to we talk, talk about. about. Uh, Okay. The psychology of marketing. Yes. So um, I became very passionate about marketing when I worked for Red Bull. I think that they are like creme de la creme with their marketing strategies. And it really has paid off for them Yeah, because they have such specific, uh, just like unique style of marketing and it really has worked out for them. So yeah. Apologies in advance. I'm going to make a ton of Red Bull references because that is where my knowledge comes from. Okay. But you know, you know, I'll bring it back around. Okay. I will bring it back around to the trades. I hope so. Yeah. Just, you know, blanket statement. That's where most of my knowledge comes from. So great. Um, Okay. So again, I've listed this all down into bullet points. So number one. Yeah. Reciprocity. I love that. It is the theory of recipes and it all starts with the proper amounts of everything. (laughs) Is that what it means? Exactly. No, it doesn't. (laughs) That could be a good one though. Um, Reciprocity is, well, yeah. Well, actually, we can work this can, into a recipe gonna, thing. I'm going to make, we can, we make up it. my own <laughs> rules of marketing, and it's going to be the recipicity. <laughs> that doesn't sound nice. It doesn't. No, <laughs> I'm going to rework that yeah. name. But okay, reciprocity. Works. Tell me yeah. about it. Reciprocity is um, the theory of, like, if you... I say like way too much. The theory that if you give someone to something, give someone... Give something to someone. You're concentrating on trying not to say like now, aren't you? And you can't talk. I can't. I totally lost it. Okay. It's like you don't have a brain. It's like I just went blank because I was focusing so hard to not say like. Reciprocity. The principle that if you give something to something, they will most likely want to return the favor. Okay. Um, It's like in our, it's a, that's another part of our lizard brain. Yes. You give someone to something, give, 
My God. You are. Have I had a stroke? No, I think you. You don't just have a part of your brain that is a lizard. You, you're turning <laughs> into turning a lizard. Turning into a lizard. Yes. Oh, jeez. Okay. This is horrible radio. <laughs> I know. I'm really screwing it up. All right. Well, now you get the point. So why don't you take it from here? Okay. It is the theory <clears throat> that when you give someone something, even a little bit of something, they feel like a a loyalty to return the favor and. Yes. I think that is something you you definitely see in marketing. Can, yeah. Can you give us some examples? Yes. Uh, just kind of widespread, and then maybe I'll throw in some examples of, you know, some things that, that we do here at Premier, and uh, that'll bring it back to the trades. Yes. So this is why people give out swag. Like, giving out swag is like twofold. Cause like you do get your, your branding and your logo and everything out there into the world, but also it creates that little bit of a connection. Like you, you know, you give me a backpack and I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's so nice. I have this backpack and now I wear it all the time. And, and you know, when I think of what I'm going to do next, I'm going to think of that product because you gave me that thing, which yeah. bringing you back to, back to Red Bull, this is exactly what they did. They, are huge on giving away free product. The amount that they spend on giving away free product is astronomical. And it's because they are connecting with people and you form that connection. And the next time that person goes to buy an energy drink, they're like, Oh man, I love Red Bull. They gave us this free drink. Now I'm going to go buy a Red Bull. The, so, but this is that conversation within the person's head is happening subconsciously. subconsciously. Basically. It's just yeah. like, Oh it's yeah, just, of course yeah. I'm going to get a Red Bull. Yeah. They don't even know why necessarily. They're just right. like, oh yeah, Red Bull's cool and I yes. like it. Yeah. Yes, it's not a conscious thing. It's just an unconscious thing. They they know that they've gotten something for free. Everyone loves getting something for free. But you, in the end, you really don't ever get anything for free. Because <laughs> <laughs> they only gave it to you because they know it's going to make you buy more of it. It's really just a trick. They're pretending to be nice, but they're it's tricking you. It's a trick. You. It's a trick. Uh, but for the trades, this is another tactic that people can use when... If, you know, if you're trying to upsell your, uh, your clients, you give them a little something and then, then they go back and they're like, you know what, we will do that upgrade or, or, you know, something like that. I think it's also called breadcrumbing people. And that's kind of, um, more of like a negative connotation to it. Yeah. Same theory though. Okay. I think that that, uh, example specifically could go could go either way. It like you have to spin it in the right way with a client because sometimes you give a little bit to a client on a job site and then they just want more and more and they want it one more they for want free. all of it for free. Well, yeah. So that can be like a delicate balance, I think. Well, yeah. In that scenario, uh, some other examples, I think if you can I'm going to relate it back to just giving away your knowledge about something. So a lot of times um, we have had potential clients call into us and, you know, tell us about a project. And this was before we were doing everything online through the contact form and setting up uh, design consultations. I would take all these phone calls and, you know, you're sitting there, your phone rings, you pick up, you don't know who is calling you and you say, oh yeah, you know, uh, this is Sean from Premier Outdoor Living. Yes, you got the right number. And then they start talking to you about a project and you can tell pretty pretty like quickly that, okay, this isn't a project that really fits what we do. 
But you can't just say, oh, hold on, let me cut you off. Uh, we don't really do this stuff. Bye. You know, because that's rude. And yeah. then you're probably going to get a bad review. Like, I called this person. And I was just telling them what we wanted done. And they said, no, bye. So what I would always do is, all right, I already have this person on the phone. I'm going to just, you know, politely say, you know, this isn't really the type of project that we do. Give them the reasoning behind it. Like, uh, you know, we have a five person crew and we only do one job at a time. So mm-hmm. smaller stuff like this really doesn't make sense for us. We would be unnecessarily expensive for something like that. But since you have me on the phone right now and we are just kind of a neutral party at this point because it's not the type of job we would take, what? how can I help you answer a few questions for to set you up better for the next person that you contact? Um, and that's something that we've actually gotten referrals from people that were friends with that person. Mm -hmm. That person never ended up hiring us, but we left such a good impression by just like giving away a little bit of our time. Like I already had them on the phone. You don't want to be rude and say, sorry, this isn't something we do. Bye. It's like, let me spend an extra five minutes and just walk them through it and say, okay, here's kind of your general options. And here's like, you know, what your budget would look like at, at these, these levels. Like mm-hmm. if you're going for something really simple, maybe reach out to somebody that does concrete. That would be a, a good option for you. You can get the most square footage for the lowest amount of, of cost. You know, maybe reach out to uh, a handyman if it's just like a small set of stairs that you want and kind of walk them through what their options are and just give my professional opinion. And we have built a lot of like trust and good feelings that mm-hmm. way. And it's come back around where we get a call from somebody else that's looking for a big project. And they're like, I heard about you from my friend, whatever. And uh, it's happened a couple of times. And I'm like, who? Like, that's not a client of ours. And I go back and realize that was that person I talked to on the phone. That Never is a ended great up hiring example. us. Thank you so much. I appreciate that's a really great that. Example. I appreciate that so much. <clears throat> You're not saying that sarcastically, right? No, I'm saying that in, in a very genuine way. That's a really good example. <sighs> Thank you so much. Appreciate that. So reciprocity, giving things away. I'm trying to think of some other examples of things that, that you can give away. I think for us, especially the type of like content that we're doing, like we are giving away a lot of our knowledge on yeah. a daily basis, the things that, that we do know about this mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. You know, it's a free source of whatever information that we do know or we're trying to figure out. And I have always felt like that's the best way to grow your business and build your brand. I never wanted to be the type that's going to like sell a course or have some sort of ulterior <laughs> motive. It's like, I am going to just put all the information that I have out there and hopefully it helps somebody because these are the types of things that I listened to and watched when I was just starting. And I still listen to a lot of podcasts and audiobooks and all that stuff. A lot of it being free content to consume that helps me hopefully get to the next level, you know? Yeah. So it all comes back around. Yeah. There's like a saying, what goes around comes around. That's usually in a bad way. Mm, yeah. I'm trying to think of, isn't that a song? What goes around, comes around. Comes back what around. What goes up, must come down. I, can't, I don't know who sings that. 
but do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely a song. I think it's one of those popular songs that's on the radio these days. Oh, the radio. What goes around, comes back around. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's something like okay. that. Okay. Right. Good. You got anything else on reciprocity? Uh, no, I think that you gave some really good examples. So thank you. Thank you so much. Would you say thank that you. I might be an expert in marketing? I will bestow the expert title upon to you. Thank you so much. Should I change my name to Mark? Mark, I want to get it. I want to. I want to get the reference. Marketing. <laughs> Mark kidding. Yeah, you know. Okay, I guess not. <laughs> I thought you were going with somebody like uh, I don't know, somebody don't know. who is an expert. Uh, no, no clue what you're talking okay. about. Okay. Anyway, moving anyway. on. Anyway. All right. So theory number two. It's pretty high level joke. So yeah, I know. My brain's not all there. Remember? Yeah. Remember that. Okay. Anchoring. Anchoring. So anchoring is the theory that uh, usually the first thing that, and I think we talked about this a little bit in design too, but it's the theory that the first thing that you see is what will always stick out to you. So the, like the first name. So this is why something like Facebook marketing or any of that social media stuff is so important because you never know when when someone's first time is going to be to look into what you do, you know? Yeah. Anyone is, at any point, anyone's going to be Googling deck builder or whatever, and they your name might be the first that they see because you advertised or you commented on something or you, you know, you were active in some kind of way. So that's why it's so important to be active in these community groups or just on your social media, if they, you know, if they just happen to Google deck builder in my area and they see you first, you're, you know, active, they're going to remember your name because you were the first person that they saw. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. I think that that also lends itself to just being the first person, hopefully that, you know, sticks out to them in a certain area or just that constant person. That's like, yeah. and I think that's something with the Facebook community groups. There's certain people that probably get every single one of their jobs out of these community Facebook groups because they always respond like, hey, looking for this thing. They always respond, tag their thing, put pictures up. And it's something where people see it and they see it repetitively. And the next time they need like a kitchen or drywall services or a painter, they're like, this person's always coming up in this Facebook group or even a Facebook ad or yeah. uh, whatever it is. It's that constant reminder of what you do so that whether or not you were the first person that they saw, you're the first person that they think of right? way before they even know that they need your services. Yeah. You know, what do you think about? I, cause you know, we're both on, on the internet a lot. I'd say so, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I see people on these Facebook groups that are constantly commenting. Like, if like let's say it's a handyman and people are asking for like various things and that person is always the first person to be like, give me a call, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Are you ever like, shouldn't you be working? Why are you on the internet so much? Because <laughs> um, I do think that sometimes I'm like, this person's always. Yeah, what? like message me. Yeah, and it's always like um, the person will comment like, or the, the post will be from, an hour ago and that person is like right on there right up like 56 yeah. minutes ago that person yeah. is you know it's always immediate so i'm like what so i wonder if that ever works in the in the reverse 
I think it depends. Or if it's just like, me being cynical. <laughs> I think it's definitely you being cynical for sure. Because uh, you can set up, I think, alerts to certain keywords in yeah, those groups. So true. you can get a yeah. notification. And I think for certain things, it's like I wouldn't necessarily hire somebody like that for what we do. That's like a really big outdoor project or like sure. a really expensive kitchen or bathroom. But if you need a handyman, it's like, well, this person responded right away. I need uh, a door rehung. Mm. Boom. I'll call this person. Yeah. You know, it sounds like they're, <laughs> they're free right now. So I think it depends on the project, like the type of vibe you're going to get. And like, yeah. you know, somebody that's just going to, respond to every single request like hey i need somebody to uh paint a ceiling in one room i'm your person call me references i can come over today those type of people are going to appeal to certain people that are like that need those like small things done mm-hmm. it's kind of appears that they're available they're not going to wait too long <laughs> they're ready to get there get it done and get paid but if you are a larger contractor with more high-end builds uh i think the best thing that can happen is other people are tagging you yes like people that you have worked for people that have Mm -hmm. just seen your work um that happens to us a lot where it's just people that follow us locally will tag premier outdoor living on uh, a facebook post that says hey i'm looking for somebody to build a deck yeah so that's the best case scenario, I think, but it can be a little bit of both. And I think you have to be the one that like starts that posting in those groups. I used to do it all the time when I was first starting posting pictures of jobs that we had done and just putting it in a, in a, like not a salesy ad way, like just, Hey, we just finished up this project today. Turned out super cool. You know, in your town, Boom. I don't know. Hey now. (laughs) Woohoo. But like, not like call me uh, for all your outdoor living needs. It was just like, here I am. Here's what we did. Yeah. Enjoy. And then it creates that connection of, oh, wow, this, he's the guy that does that stuff. Cool. Yeah. So I think you have to get the ball rolling a little bit, be active in the groups. And then hopefully that leads to some projects. And then it leads those people that were already in the group that that's how they found you. Now they're referring you in that same group. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't know this was going to be so heavy on Facebook groups. I feel like we've been talking about Facebook groups yeah. a lot. I think it's just easy, easily relatable. Yeah. Um, but that point that you just brought up of letting other people tag you and comment on you. I didn't even write this down cause we already kind of oh. talked about it last week, but that is social proof, which is another great marketing tactic. Yes. Letting other people be your best marketer. Exactly. So here is a high level tip for you. Uh, For me? For you and for everyone out there. Okay. It's the most high level tip I've ever come up with. Oh my gosh. Yes. I can't wait to hear this. What you need to do, create a bunch of email accounts and then you make a bunch (laughs) of fake profiles and you have hundreds of people recommend you. That's that's stellar. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. It's like, uh, hey, who can um, clean my dryer vents? 600 burner accounts all <laughs> recommending you. Perfect. 
who cares that they have no they're, they were created three days ago yeah no one looks that far into it they don't they're just like <laughs> oh my god this must be the best person in the world there's 600 people that just recommended them that is a high level tip and thank you so much great job thank you so much do appreciate that <laughs> all right what else we got what else we got is that enough on anchoring um i believe so i think we okay. got the point across i think so <clears throat> Okay, okay, okay. Scrolling through your notes there. Scrolling I through my see. notes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was trying to... I was changing up the order. Oh, the okay. okay. Yeah, great, um, great idea. This kind of, I feel like, kind of uh, ties in nicely. Okay. Keeping myself on my toes also. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it's the end of the week. My brain is not fresh right now. No, but it doesn't I'm... seem fresh. <laughs> seems very expired. It's expired. Yes. I am dead. It, it seems like, uh, you know, when you get like uh, an apple and it's uh, past its prime and it's all mushy inside. Yeah, that is. That's what's happening that's right what now inside <laughs> your head. Yeah. Looks fine on the outside. Bite into it. Oh, not great. Oh, mealy. mealy. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> we haven't okay. done that in a while. Remember, I know. We were on a, a, a pretty good tear where uh, that kept happening and yeah. it was getting like really weird and really <laughs> annoying. But uh, glad that's back. Yeah. Good for us. Your brain isn't mealy? My brain is so just... Your brain is like a mushy apple. Mine is like a filet mignon. Also a bit soft? Mm, But in a good way. (laughs) Soft in a tender way. Tender, but also very strong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I don't know the point I was trying to get there. No, I'm on it right now. Okay. I'm fresh. So, do you know what the... I don't even know how to say this. Bader Meinhof phenomenon is? Yeah, of course. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> Bader Meinhof. <laughs> no. No, but it sounds phenomenal. It is. Okay. Wow. Okay. So you know when you're let's use your truck as a reference. You just bought this new truck. Yes. For like maybe it one day before that, you were Googling what trucks you it's wanted custom. to get. <laughs> yeah. So you landed on Chevy Silverados. When you were driving around, did you just constantly see and notice Chevy Silverados because they were on your mind? For the one day that, that I was one thinking day? about yeah. it? Mm, I don't remember. Okay. Well, but now I know. That, I know you're what, supposed yeah. to say yes and. You're supposed to yes and me here. Yes. Okay, so anyway, I have been oh, looking wait, at Toyota rewind. Tacomas. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, my God. Okay. Wait, yes. there wasn't more Chevy Silverados <laughs> on the road that day? That's insane. No, it's just that you notice them more. What? For example... I have been looking at Toyota Tacomas for probably too long now. Yeah. Several, several months. But just buy it's, one it's, or don't <laughs> buy one. Just buy one or shut up mind. about it. Yeah. yeah. Please. Um, but now everywhere I go, I, before that, when I wasn't in the mindset of purchasing one, I'd never noticed them. But now I see them absolutely everywhere. And I think that they might actually just be a common car. But when you're. They're following you. Yeah. When you're notice when you have them on your mind, you notice them more. So this kind of ties in with, again, with the Facebook marketplace you or Facebook groups. Yeah. You want to be everywhere so then people have the opportunity to see you. So when you so they n- notice you. know that someone is like potentially looking for a backyard, mm-hmm. you get a lot of people to follow them around? Yeah. Whisper okay. in their ears. Perfect. And they're it's like, gang I guess stalking. this is, <laughs> has it always been like this? That there's all these people just having signs just around me like, ears? it's weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have heard about that. Yeah. I have heard about that phenomenon. 
And it really is so true. It happens all the time. Yeah. I, it doesn't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be car based, even though I just gave two car references, but I feel, I feel like, like that happens a lot with cars. I feel like every time I've heard about this phenomenon, it's, it's always reference. about cars. <laughs> yeah. It's like you were thinking about getting a red car and then the next day, all you see is red cars yeah. on the road. Uh, I, think, I feel like also on the internet, yes, like ads have just gotten this way. Yes. If you, you know, people always say, oh, I'm, I just talk around my phone and then it starts shoveling all these ads to me. Yeah. So I feel like that whatever internet algorithm is around, they know that this is a thing and then they're just like subliminally feeding you things. You know? Uh, no, I don't understand. Cause that's just like, oh, we know this person so well because of all of their searches and every piece of data. I think they said like with that, uh, you know, that whole like voting, uh, you know, manipulation or whatever, where the, that data company, like, I don't know. They used data about voters to like pinpoint who like could be on the fence. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. I don't, I don't, okay. Whatever. But (laughs) yes. And yes. And it's like a, just like a data collection company that like, you know, sells to marketing companies and it was like a big part of, I guess, an election or something. I don't know. I don't want to get into that, but (laughs) they said like they have an average of like 5,000 data points on every person in America. Interesting. Yeah. So you put all those things together. Like you kind of think like, Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Like the internet knows that this is my name and maybe they have my birthday and maybe they, but I don't think people realize how much the internet like collects about you. Like every search you've ever made, yeah. like every place that you've been a lot of times because it's tracking your location, it's tracking everyone that you're friends with and that you interact with. And it knows who you've been around because your phone was near their, their phone, you know? terrifying definitely terrifying and uh (laughs) don't know how we got on this but so yeah i think that's how like the ads on the internet work i don't know if that's the same thing but well i just yes but also i kind of meant like um i'm trying to think of one of my recent uh searches but you know i'll search for i need flip-flops yes and then you see ads for flip-flops yeah like like i'll search for one specific kind and then it like it there's a million different kinds that are now targeting me yeah you know what i mean yeah that's kind of more like my example where it's like you know that someone's looking for something and then you follow them around but it's not like they're giving me the same thing they're giving me like it's like all different kinds of things that are like vaguely the same no uh yeah are we just saying the same thing in different ways i'm not sure i'm not sure uh that's called that's called uh retargeting retargeting ads can't say that sean why what do you mean (laughs) oh my god no retargeting uh Uh, anyway we're getting on a bit of a sidebar here but it's been fun yeah what was the what was the concept the bader (laughs) bader meinhof yeah the car thing the car thing uh i think this is something that you can take advantage of with um with just i think being out there like yes. being ubiquitous. Yes. Oh, again. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that like <laughs> once every episode because once somebody is in the market for, I'm just going to use uh, an example of a backyard because that's what mm-hmm. we do, obviously. 
if you have lawn signs out, you have lettering on your truck, you are on social media, you're running ads, all of these things, somebody that's looking for a backyard is going to be driving down the street and be like, oh, Premier Outdoor Living. I'm looking for a backyard. They're going to be mm-hmm. more receptive to seeing these things. Like every day, all of us drive by probably hundreds of yard signs throughout the course of a day. You don't notice any of them until it's something that like you were thinking about yeah. or like, oh, this says sell your house for cash. I was just thinking about selling my house for cash. <laughs> I am going to call this number. Yeah. You know, those signs are everywhere. They must work. It's a lot of people that are, in, you know, really desperate situations. <laughs> they need that cash like now. No questions asked. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think that just lends itself to be out there. Be everywhere. You yeah. never know who is going to be looking for you until they're looking for you and you need to be there. Yeah. And knowing, you know, knowing who your target client is and knowing where they consume this kind of information, because this is like another thing that Red Bull is great at, at just being everywhere and they know exactly who they're targeting. So their main target is young men who are 21 to 45. That's their target audience. So that's why they do all the- I'm still a young man. (laughs) young ish men, I guess. Okay. (laughs) I'm right in the middle of young man territory. That sounds weird. (laughs) Yeah, that was, that was weird. Yeah. All right. Um, But anyway, so they target things like extreme sports, college sports, uh, bars. That's why you will see them at the checkout line and like home Depot. That's where men are. And they're like, they'd make it as easy as possible to, to get one. If you, ever want a Red Bull, it's like so accessible. You can get them anywhere. And that's their big thing. They know where the people who want them will be. And that's where they put their drinks. That's, that's like a great point. Like yeah. even in bars they're you know, they always have their little Red Bull mini fridge right in, in the line of yeah. sight. Even if bars don't, they give those away for free. So even if bars don't use Red Bull, you're still seeing the Red Bull logo. Like a lot of times they'll just have like some off brand that they squirt in. They're not actually yeah. using a Red Bull, <laughs> yeah. but you still order a Red Bull and vodka. You don't order energy drink and vodka. Yeah. Our so. bar has Fireball. Fireball? That's the whole different drink. No, that's what the bootleg energy drink that comes out of the squirt machine is. It's called Fireball? That's the, yeah. that's a whiskey. Yeah. It's same it's name. really but confusing. Yeah. Bad name on their part. Yeah, I guess. But uh, that is the bootleg... But you don't hear anyone there saying, let me get a uh, vodka fireball. (laughs) (laughs) That would be very confusing. It would be, yeah. It's a really bad name for them. Anyway, so they're kind of just piggybacking off of the whole Red Bull thing. Yeah. Because it tastes the same, kind of. But Red Bull almost doesn't even care because they are so popular. They just, they are much more after that, like, brand recognition than, like, yeah. They're going to like they they know like that riding their coattails. Yeah, they know that other brands are going to be cheaper than that. Like people are going to go for the cheaper option and yeah, whatever. But they need they have that brand recognition. So you you know, that's always that, that. I feel like this is somewhat unrelated, but I want to chime in on it anyway because this reminded me of it. Is that a lot of people when I was sharing designs that we were doing that we maybe hadn't sold yet or uh, all of these things like putting all of our work out there the way that we do these certain details that have kind of become almost like a signature look of the things that we do I got a lot of people like don't you want to like you know 
are you worried people are going to start like copying that style and you know like people are going to come behind you and and, and uh, a client's going to reach out to another builder and have you them build your design and I'm like I, I was never worried about that because I'm not going to like try to protect this like these ideas that I have and like not let them get out just to protect myself from somebody else potentially building a project that we designed, which I'm Mm -hmm. sure has happened many times and it doesn't matter. Like I have created this design and if somebody else ends up building it, it's like, okay, whatever, you know, I'm focused on progressing and becoming better. I'm not worried about like the people that are trying to come up behind me and like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like steal your design. So I always felt like, you should always just like put everything out there. And if somebody's strategy is to try to steal your ideas and implement them, they're always going to be like 10 steps behind you because you need to always be innovating and getting better Mm -hmm. yourself. So like, I'm not worried about a design that I did a couple months ago. And by the time that, that somebody builds it, it's like a year later, like I'm on to something else by then. I, I can't worry about, you know, who cares if somebody builds something I designed? It's probably not going to turn out the same because a lot of it is in like those little details that yeah. can't be depicted in a rendering. So kind of unrelated, but just thought I should throw that out there. Don't be worried about little stuff like that because it's yeah. going to bog you down, like like trying to look behind you when you need to, you need to go forward. Yeah. It kind of goes with like the branding thing. If you're in that case, you're kind of, you know, we can only build so many backyards in a year. So if yeah. you sold every single design that you ever did, we be would be, many. you know, we would, yeah. we'd still be working through three year ago designs or whatever. So it's almost kind of letting somebody else potentially. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that client would still say like, yeah, I had premier outdoor living design it. I guess, you yeah. know, maybe and not. you probably, or maybe not. But people would probably, you know, anybody, let's say that other person posted it somewhere. People would probably look at it and be like, you know what? That looks like a premier outdoor living design. Yeah. You know? So the first thing they think is still your name, whether it's said or not. Yeah. So it's kind of like letting somebody else do your marketing for you. But then you have to worry about them. Like if they did like a really crappy job. Yeah. Like butchering it up. Yeah. Funny thing is I've had it happen several times where I've done a design for somebody and then they priced out with somebody else. Somebody instantly recognizes it as something that we designed and reaches out to me because we know so many people mm-hmm. in the industry. It happened with somebody local. Um, I guess I won't get into the specifics of it, but I had done a design and I think I back then was maybe charging like 500 bucks. And just by the design itself, they knew the, it was you. The other person that they showed it to, the other contractor, they texted me a picture of it and they were like, this definitely looks like a design you did. Like, are you working with this client? And I was like, yeah, it is. It is a design <laughs> that we did. And he's like, okay, I'm going to just step away from this. I don't want to get involved. And uh, it was pretty funny to be like, hey, I know you reached out to this person because we know everybody. So <laughs> <laughs> don't try to get one over on us. <laughs> Uh, was so, it like mid conversation with them? Like they were just kind of shopping it around or yeah. were they like, this is too expensive and we're going to, we're going to try no. and find somebody else to build it. No, it was, 
it was like they wanted to like get a comparison quote, which which is kind of fine, gotcha. but it was just kind of funny that, uh, you know, we that put this funny. design out there, and <laughs> just by the design itself, somebody recognized it as something that we had designed, and it happened another time with a client that we did a design for, and then they reached out to somebody that does remote design services and project management from another part of the country, and that person also recognized our design as something that we had done and reached out to me and were like, hey, I just got an inquiry from this person. They sent me a design that looks like something you did. <laughs> is this somebody that you worked with? And I was like, yeah, it is. And that person ended up being, it ended up being a project that I'm really glad fell through. It was right in the height of COVID. So we had some delays, like right when COVID started. Mm. We sold it before COVID and then they were scheduled for like early summer and it was going to end up being like late summer and they were like, we need it done. And I'm like, you know what? How about I just send back your deposit and we split ways on this. So that ended up being... Wait, I'm confused. Why did you split ways? Because they, we were going to be like two months behind probably at that point. Because oh, like oh, oh. COVID was happening yeah. and like, you know, people were out of work and we couldn't get material. So Got I was it. like, hey, listen, like we don't know what's going on right now. Like every material is like delayed. We, you know, we really have no point of reference as far as like what to expect because mm -hmm. nobody knows what the hell is going on. So I was just like, hey, we're we're behind. We're like probably two months behind at this point. And they were like, well, I thought you were going to start this time. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you know, we're, <laughs> there's like a worldwide pandemic going on. <laughs> and like, we're having a lot of trouble just staying busy and working and getting materials and just like functioning yeah. as a business right now. So I'm very sorry. But, um, you know, and it was it was it wasn't like he did like a lot of tension. It was just kind of like I kind of put it like, all right, well, and they wanted to like ease it and say like, you know, maybe we're going to wait till next year since we can't get it done for this summer. Mm -hmm. And I knew like this was going to be the end of this relationship. So I was just like, why don't I send you back your deposit? We'll, we'll forget about it. You can think about it and we'll move on. So that's what ended up happening. And then they reached out to somebody online who does remote uh, design and project management. And that person from another part of the country reached out to me and was like, this looks like a design you did. But what did they want from that other person? I think they wanted, because uh, we had just done the rendering. We hadn't done plans for it. I think they wanted the basic design we had done, but they wanted uh, buildable plans. Oh, and okay. they wanted, because we hadn't gotten to that point with them yet. We had, gotcha. They had paid for a rendering, which, you know, we say it's not a building plan. It's mm -hmm. just like a, artistic representation of the idea yeah so that was just interesting that that happened that is interesting i feel like that was a really uh long story so apologize <laughs> if that was uh snooze fest but i thought it was great thank you so much i appreciate <laughs> that i'm sure everyone else agrees um yes okay are you ready for the next one or do you oh, have I'm more to say uh, I can't remember what we were talking about before. We were talking about the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. Oh, right. Wow, great job. That was job. a phenomenal <laughs> conversation. I am phenomenally enthused about <laughs> the, the Bader-Meinhof. Okay, so next. Yeah, what do we got? Foot in the door strategy. That's way better than foot in the mouth strategy. 
Or foot and mouth. Foot and... Hand, foot, and mouth disease? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's of. not good. That's not yeah, good either. Yeah, foot and door strategy. Do you know what that means? Yeah. You probably guess, I assume. It's like getting your foot in the door, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty high-level tactic. Uh, and uh, let me explain uh, a little yeah, more so on what that means. It is when someone... The likelihood of someone taking a larger action after they've taken a smaller action. So if you... You know, this again mm. really applies to like... Let's say like a handyman. <laughs> Oh yeah, you do that small job. They're like, and as long as you don't mess it up, people are gonna be like, "Oh yeah, just call Terry over at Terry's Home Designs and and hook yeah. him over and help us out." Yeah. So if you already, you know, <laughs> that reminds me of a uh, aunt told me there's always like somebody at his local Home Depot. It's like it's like Dale does anything or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it seems like it could get a little dicey. <laughs> He'll do anything. anything. He'll really do anything. anything? Twenty dollars is twenty dollars, yeah. uh, but I just think that that's funny for like a handyman. Dale does anything. Yeah. So anyway, I digress. Great, Go great ahead. business plan for Dale. Yeah. Um, but I think that you know this might not necessarily work for us because we don't really do. We're kind of a all or nothing situation. Yeah. But in other ways, like you know, especially in like like handyman or other builders or yeah. people who do like home renovations. Um, if you do, you know, you do the small maybe, stuff, maybe yeah. do the small stuff, take that on. Yeah. I think that definitely works for people that, that do a whole lot of different stuff, you know, yeah. that'll do whole interior remodeling. Like they'll do a bathroom, they'll do a kitchen, they'll do sheetrock, they'll yeah. do trim, they'll do whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. My husband, Pat does home renovations and he does a little bit of everything and he, uh, started working with like a home, like a designer. So like on her home. Yeah. So then that was his kind of theory about this. Like, you know, I want to get a good relationship with this person because then it turns into like a referral for, you know, yeah. her whole other business. So yeah, it's a good way to go too. Definitely. And when you do a whole bunch of different things for somebody, you have the opportunity to do multiple jobs for one client yeah. where, you know, we are doing backyards and we're doing the entire thing. So it's like, we're not going to have like repeat customers right. unless they buy a new house or it's 30 years from now and they want, <laughs> they want something <laughs> new. But for the most part, we are like one and done with our clients. Yeah. Uh, we don't offer like a whole wide array of services where, you know, you are like that person that they'll call for anything. Mm -hmm. So uh, depending on what your business model is, that could be something really valuable to you or I kind of also look at it as the design fee. Oh, that's interesting. The design fee. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it's a little bit different, but it's sort of along the same lines okay, that yeah. you get them invested a little bit. You know, they've put out mm. a little bit of something yeah. into the process. They've paid for a design. They've put down $2,500 towards a design mm -hmm. and that's deducted off the cost of the project. So uh, they're already excited. They saw it on their house and they're like, Oh my goodness, they're excited. And they feel like they, you know, if they were to hire a, a full fledged designer, that would be a reasonable, even cheap price for yeah. somebody to pay for, Absolutely. for just a designer. So in that sense, like they're getting that service for a very reasonable price from somebody that's built a reputation for building cool stuff and doing cool designs. So 
but they don't look at it that way. They know that if they hire us, it gets subtracted off the total. So it's yeah. like they feel like they've already invested into the project and, you know, they feel like they want to continue. Yeah. So I think that's a little bit like a foot in the door. It's uh, it's like a foot in the wallet. <laughs> Or a hand and in the wallet. That's where you want to be. That's where <laughs> you want to be. With your hand firmly in their wallet. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. Great example, Sean. Thank you so much. Do appreciate really great that. Example. Do appreciate that. Do you have anything to add to that? What do you think? Um. No, I think that was. I think that pretty much covers it. I think that you know, like I said, this doesn't totally apply to like what we do, other than maybe the design. But maybe the design. I think that this really applies for. People that do, other trades, yeah, other a trades, a little, little bit of everything yeah. where there's opportunity for like repeat customers or, yeah, you know, doing or even else. like, like service based stuff where it's, you know, you could do the same thing in somebody's house multiple times. Yeah. Like if you are, you clean vents or something, you know, it's like, oh, every year, you know, we want to clean out the vents and I don't know, whatever, uh, yeah. things like that. You can, or, or even like with how we are, our last job was located directly on a golf course. Yeah. So anybody playing golf saw our project. Um, we put signs everywhere. We put signs up about our YouTube channel. We like, yeah. we spray painted Premier Outdoor Living. So I feel like even that's kind of like a foot in the do door. Like all of these people who live on this country club use that golf course. They all saw yeah. our project. So that's kind of like a foot in the door of that foot development. And, you know, we have a design out now on the same development so maybe that'll pan into something um so there's like a lot of ways it can be a foot in the door yeah totally i agree many feet in the door yeah but both jump both <laughs> feet in uh i agree i agree i think there's a lot of different ways you could look at a foot in the door but you do want to get it wedged securely in that door mm -hmm. and don't leave no matter how much they beg and plead <laughs> do not leave they might try and break your foot to close that door, but you leave it in nice there. Boots. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's a great, it's <laughs> a great point there. Uh, very good strategy. Yeah. Very good strategy. Yeah. What else we got? Um, we are at our happy hour. So already. Yeah. Oh my God. Any, it's been so fun. Do you have any final thoughts? <laughs> I feel like this was a little chaotic. Do you have any, uh, you do want a Jerry Springer moment this back together? Yeah, I do. Uh, marketing. It's what makes <laughs> the world go. You know what? Actually, um, this is so random, but it just popped into my head. Uh, my parents used to make me go to church all the time. Okay. It was, where is this going to go? Nobody, you know, <laughs> you're not going to know until I bring it all together. Okay. I used to have to go to church every week and yeah. I do not like to sit still. I do not like to no? like just be captive places, especially <laughs> as, as a young child. So, yeah. uh, they had the little bulletin a little circular so like mm -hmm. i'd always be flipping through that and there was you know you could take out a ad in the you know the little uh, church bulletin situation you know what i'm saying okay okay you know what i'm saying we didn't have those in my church bulletins but i believe that you had them yeah go ahead well this was like catholic they're more like capitalists you know <laughs> type of situation um <laughs> but there was uh if they had like an ad that wasn't filled like you know they use some sort of like ad company to like you know that probably does a bunch of church bulletins or whatever and sells okay. ads in them. But if there wasn't an ad there, it would say like, hey, it had like a little story. Like, <laughs> <laughs> man, 
man, I like opened a business and like woke up and ate his advertised breakfast and slept on his mattress that was advertised and then got into his car that was advertised. It was like all this thing. Mm -hmm. And then at the end and couldn't figure out why his, he went out of business with no advertising or something. You get what I'm saying? That, that advertising is everywhere. It is ubiquitous. We are all a slave to the man when it comes to marketing. Exactly. And, Marketing's what makes the world go round. People can't buy what you do if they don't know about you. And another thing I always like to tell people is even if you are busy, it might not be busy in the right way with the right clients. So true. always be marketing. Always try to have more demand than you could possibly fulfill because then you are in the driver's seat, not the other way around. You don't want to be at the beck and call of every person that contacts you because you need the job. Mm -hmm. You want to be in the position that you can refine who you work for and you can constantly evolve your, your pre-qualification practices and make sure that you're always getting in front of the ideal clients and getting those jobs that you really want. So that's why you should always be marketing. Beautiful Jerry Springer moment. Thank you so much. Way to bring that back around. <laughs> really proud of you. I wish I could have remembered like the, I'll have to find the the little <laughs> thing, but I just remember it was always in there like every week and I obviously like, I couldn't pay attention. So I was just like flipping through this thing. And I remember seeing it like so many times and uh, it must really have made an impact. Mark, yeah, yeah. left a mark on you. So. Thanks church. You don't think that that was, that could have been God himself. It was divine. And now we're in marketing. (laughs) Oh my God. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Wow. We've really, we've really gotten deep into the psyche these last two weeks. Yeah. When will I be able to do telepathy? I think that that will come in time. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, I guess that's it for this week. Uh, hope everyone enjoyed it. Please, you know, if you want to do something kind like we are doing with this giveaway project, share our podcast. Tell a friend to listen to it because we're just giving it away here. We're start. Oh, my God. We're giving away too much stuff. (laughs) Now we're giving away projects. We're giving away this. Oh, God. (laughs) All right. Anyway, uh, (laughs) till next time. We're still in business. This has been the Hardworking Happy Hour. See you next week.